بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين نبينا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين أما بعد السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته الحمد لله ثم الحمد لله We begin by praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who gathered us today on this blessed day of Al-Jumu'ah and we ask Allah Azza wa Jal to bless us and to have mercy upon us and to grant us forgiveness. Ameen ya Rabbil Alameen. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala He says in Surah Al-Imran Al-Ladheena yadhkuruna Allah qiyaman wa qu'udan wa ala junubihim wa yatafakkaruna fi khalqis samawati wal ard رَبَّنَا مَا خَلَقْتَ هَذَا بَاطِلًا سُبْحَانَكَ فَقِنَا عَذَابَ النَّارِ Allah Azza wa Jal, He mentions a category of the believers that they are those who remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala while standing, sitting and lying on their sides وَيَتَفَكَّرُونَ فِي خَلْقِ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ And then he mentions that they are those who reflect. They are those people who reflect on the creation of the heavens and the earth. And they pray and they make dua, Our Lord, you have not created all of this without purpose. Ma khalaqta hadha batila. Subhanak. So glory be to you. Protect us from the torment of the fire. This ayah describes to us the true believers. The people who remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in all circumstances. And they are also those who reflect. They are not people who live in this dunya, by the way, without looking at the creation of Allah, without realizing the greatness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Rather the mu'minun are those who, they look around and they see the miracles of Allah. They see the favors of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the heavens and in the earth and in the creation of Allah. In another verse, Allah Azza wa Jal said, Allahu alladhi rafa'a as-samawati bi ghayri amalin tarawnaha thumma stawa ala al-arsh. It is Allah who has raised the heavens without pillars. As you can see, then established himself on the throne. وَسَخَّرَ الشَّمْسَ وَالْقَمَرِ كُلُّ يَجْرِي لِأَجَلٍ مُسَمَّى He has subjected the sun and the moon, each orbiting for an appointed term. يُدَبِّرُ الْأَمُرُ he conducts the whole affair. And Allah is in control of every single thing that's happening. The way the sun, the way the earth, the way the moon is moving in its orbit, this is all under the control and the management of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. يُفَصِّلُ الْآيَاتِ لَعَلَّكُمْ بِلِقَاءِ رَبِّكُمْ تُوْقِنُونَ Allah says, He makes the signs clear so that you may be certain of the meeting of your Lord. Allah has made signs in everything. He has made everything in such a perfect form. Sun'Allah. Alladhi atqana kulla shay. The creation of Allah. The way He's made it is in perfect way, in, in, in a perfect way. For us to reflect over. For us to look at and to study. And to see the miraculous work of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For what reason? So that you can be certain. To create certainty that you are going to meet the creator of all of this. You are going to meet him. That time is coming. And then Allah Azza wa Jal says, وَهُوَ الَّذِي مَدَّ الْأَرْضَ وَجَعَلَ فِيهَا رَوَاسِيَ وَأَنْهَارًا And he is the one who spread out the earth. 
and placed firm mountains and rivers upon it. Even this requires reflection. The way Allah created this earth, flat, for us to live. He has placed mountains, He has placed rivers for us to benefit from. وَمِن كُلِّ الثَّمَرَاتِ جَعَلَ فِيهَا زَوْجَيْنِ اثْنَيْنِ And created fruits of every kind in pairs. يُغْشِ اللَّيْلَ النَّهَارِ He covers the day with the night. إِنَّ فِي ذَلِكَ لَآيَاتٍ لِقَوْمِ يَتَفَكَّرُونَ And then Allah says, Surely in this are signs for those who reflect. That the only people who are going to take benefit from all of this are the people who sit and reflect. Are the people who make an effort to try and understand the miraculous work of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. يَتَفَكَّرُونَ you find this word in many ayat of the Qur'an. Those who sit and they reflect. In another verse, Allah Azza wa Jal said, Allah is the one who has subjected the sea for you. So that ships may sail upon it by his command. And that you may seek his bounty. And that perhaps you will be grateful. This is why Allah has subjected the creation to us, so that we can be grateful unto Him. He has also subjected for you whatever is in the heavens and whatever is in the earth. Allah, by His grace, surely in this are signs for people who reflect. Again, this verse or this ayah, or this wording of yatafakkarun. That there are signs, but only for those who sit and reflect. For those who make an effort to try and see the work of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So these ayat, they mention the signs that Allah has placed for us in the universe. Such as in the heavens, the earth, the mountains and rivers, the oceans. The way the ships sail and, and all of this. But in this is, a, is, a, is, a, is an instruction of tafakkur. There's an instruction of reflection. That we need to sit and reflect. Allah Azza wa Jal also instructs us to reflect over our own self. Over our bodies. Over the way we, we've been created. And Allah says, وَفِي الْأَرْضِ آيَاتٌ لِلْمُوْقِنِينَ there are countless signs on earth for those who have faith, for those who have yaqeen, sure faith. Wafi and fusikum, as they are within yourselves, afala tubusirun. Can you not see? Can you not see the signs that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has placed within yourselves? So if we study the human body, if we look at the way we've been created. We will find miracles. We will find the signs of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But it requires tafakkur. It requires tafakkur. We can grow up, eat, drink, and go by our daily lives as per normal. We wake up and we follow the daily structure. We go to work, we come back, we sleep, we eat, we drink, we shower, and we carry on. Without realizing the miracle that we actually are. Without seeing the way Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created us was one of perfection. Not that we are perfect beings, but the way Allah has created us is in the best of ways. 
As Allah says, we created insan in the best of forms. But it requires us to sit and reflect over the creation of Allah to actually appreciate it. To actually appreciate these favors of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is tafakkur. Allah wants us to sit and reflect over everything. Over the world, the earth, the heavens and the rivers and the mountains. And also over ourselves. Likewise, tafakkur, we could say even more importantly, is in the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he said, Kitabun anzalnahu ilayka mubarakun liyaddabbaru ayatih waliyatadhakkara ulul albab. In this verse, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he said, this is a blessed book. It's a book that's Mubarak. The entire book, from its cover, from the beginning to end, each letter and each harf is Mubarak. It's a book that's blessed, from cover to cover. That we reveal to you, O Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, for what purpose? What was the purpose? لِيَدَّبَّرُوا آيَاتِهِ Allah says, so that you may contemplate over its verses. So that you may sit and reflect over its ayat, over its instructions, over its teachings. The Qur'an is there to be recited. We sit and we listen to the Qur'an and we enjoy its recitation. But the real benefit comes with contemplation. Comes when we sit and we try to understand what is Allah saying to us. Some of the great imams used to say, the Qur'an is like a private letter. It's like letters that have come from your Rabb. That's how you have to treat it. What is Allah, my Creator, saying to me? What does He want from me? But this requires an effort, a study, a contemplation. And so that people of reason may be mindful. Many a times this aspect of the Qur'an is lost amongst us. The aspect of contemplation. The aspect of trying to understand the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But this is the instruction in the Qur'an. ayati, To try to make an effort to understand and contemplate its ayat. For us to appreciate the book of Allah, this is what is required. For the Qur'an to penetrate our hearts, this is what is required. How is it going to penetrate our hearts and our souls if we do not understand what the Qur'an is saying? If we are only reciting the book of Allah with no understanding, then the reality is the effect is going to be minimal. We won't say there's no effect, it's the book of Allah, there will be an effect. But the effect will be minimal. The true benefit and effect will come when we sit and ponder and reflect over its ayat. And today this has become easy. It's not impossible even for us who don't know the Arabic language. We have multiple translations available at your fingertips. We have tafsir of the Quran translated into the English language for free at your fingertips. None of us have an excuse. None of us, we can have an excuse when we stand in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Allah asks us, why did you not reflect? Why did you not study the book of Allah? 
There's no excuse. Especially for us, where things have become so easy with the devices that we have, walhamdulillah. Part of reflecting and pondering in this religion is looking at what we have set forth for the year after. This is another aspect of reflection that's required of the mu'min. Is that we sit and we look, what have we prepared for the meeting of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? In Surah Al-Hashr, Allah Azza wa Jal says, Ya ayyuhal ladhina amanu attaqullaha wal tanzur nafsum ma qaddamat lighadin wa attaqullaha. Ayat we hear, very often we know this ayat. Allah Azza wa Jal says, Oh you who believe, fear Allah. Wal tanzur. And let each person look to what deeds it has sent forth for tomorrow. Let each person look what deeds he has set forth for tomorrow. What have we prepared for tomorrow? Allah says, لِغَدٍ For tomorrow. But what does this tomorrow refer to? This tomorrow doesn't refer to this worldly tomorrow, the day of Saturday or Sunday. It refers to tomorrow when we meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When we enter our graves. What have we set forth? Allah Azza wa Jal is commanding us. This in Arabic is, وَالْتَنْظُرِ is a command, it's an instruction. Let each one check. Let him see, let him contemplate. Let him reflect over what he has prepared for tomorrow. For the meeting of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَاتَّقُوا اللَّهِ And then Allah says again. Immediately he says again for the second time. So fear Allah. Twice in the verse he says this, so fear Allah. Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu attaqullah, or you believe, fear Allah. And let each person look what he has prepared for tomorrow. Wattaqullah, and so fear Allah. Inna Allah khabirun bima ta'maloon. For certainly Allah is all aware of what you do. Allah is all aware, he is khabir. He knows every single thing. La yakhfa alayhi shay. Nothing is hidden from him. He knows exactly what you have prepared, what you have done. This is some of the ayat of the Qur'an where Allah instructs us with this idea of tafakkur, reflection. Sit and reflect. And so the advice is that a Muslim should actually create some time during the day, during the week, where he sits by himself. And he thinks about what he has prepared. And he weighs himself. He takes stock of himself. The famous statement of Umar ibn Khattab, radiallahu anhu, where he said, Hasibu anfusakum qabla an tuhasabu. Umar said, Take stock of yourselves before you are brought to account. Wazinu anfusakum qabla an tuzanu. Weigh yourselves before you are weighed. He's talking about Qiyamah. Weigh yourself now before you stand on the scales of Qiyamah. Take stock of yourselves now before you are taken account of in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. فَإِنَّهُ أَهْوَنُ عَلَيْكُمْ فِي الْحِسَابِ غَدًا He then said, for that will make the reckoning easy for you tomorrow. If you sort yourself out now, you get yourself in order now, then your reckoning will be easier tomorrow bi'idhnillah. And then Umar radiallahu anhu said, if you take stock of yourselves today and prepare yourselves for the great presentation on the day when you will be brought to judgment and not a secret of yours will be hidden. Nothing will be hidden on that day. 
There's no private and public affairs on that day. Everything is made public. Wallahu al-musta'an. So the believer should sit and create time for reflection. Reflect over the world. Reflect over Allah's creation. Reflect over yourself. Reflect over Allah's book. Reflect over the perfect teachings of Al-Islam. And the Sharia. Reflect over Allah Azza wa Jal and His perfect names and attributes. And reflect over yourself in terms of your deeds. What have we prepared for tomorrow? This is the instruction in the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In many times we find ourselves we are in a state of ghaflah, of heedlessness. Where we go by, as we said, the daily life is be busy. We go to school, after school, we go study, and after that we have a family, and after that we have children. We have to work, we have to come back, and we're so busy, we have no time to sit and just reflect. Just make some time to sit and think, where am I at this moment? If I were to die today, would I be ready to meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? If I were to die tomorrow, would I be ready to meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? This is the question that we should ask. Because this is the reality. The reality is we have no guarantees except death. There's no yaqeen, there's no certainty in this world. Nothing is guaranteed. One thing is guaranteed and that is we are going to die in this world. So we need to be prepared for that. And that's not guaranteed in 20 years or 30 years or 40 years or 50 years. There's no guarantee. So we take stock of ourselves now. This is what is required. يَوْمَ يَبْعَثُهُمُ اللَّهُ جَمِيعًا فَيُنَبِّئُهُمْ بِمَا عَمِلُوا Allah says, on the day Allah resurrects all of them together, He will then inform them, each one, of what they have done. This is what you've done. This is your books. Read your book. أَحْصَاهُ اللَّهُ وَنَسُوهُ Subhanallah. Allah says, Allah has kept account of it all. وَنَسُوهُ They forgot. They forgot everything they did. They forgot their sins. They forgot all the bad habits. They just carried on with life. أَحْصَاهُ Allah. Allah has everything in record. Not a thing will be missed. وَمَنْ يَعْمَلْ مِثْقَالَ ذَرَّةٍ خَيْرًا يَرَهُ Whoever does the smallest amount and atoms, correct translation, a small ant's weight of good, you will see it. But on the flip side, Whoever does that small ant's weight of evil will also see it. Because everything is kept in a perfect record with Allah. On that day, He will inform each person, This is what you've done. Wallahu ala kulli shayin shaheed. Allah is a witness over everything. Allah is a witness over everything. So subhanallah, the best time for reflection is now. The best time to reflect is now. Because firstly, as we've said, we have no guarantee. You can't decide, in 10 years I'll reflect. When I'm 50 years old, when my beard is white, I'll sit and reflect. When I'm 60 years old, then I'll sit and, and weigh myself. Take stock of myself. Ask any businessman. He has to take stock at the end of the day to check. Is everything happening? 
His accountant must make sure the books are balanced every day. They make sure nothing is amiss. Like this, we must take stock of ourselves. And for another reason, we've just come out of Ramadan. We've just come out of the blessed month of Ramadan. Where every person comes closer to Allah. Where every Muslim, he gives up certain bad habits and sins. And he engages in more goodness and obedience unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's been less than two weeks. Ramadan has gone. Let us ask ourselves the question. How much have we left of good in Ramadan? And how much of good have we taken with us? Let us make, take stock of ourselves now and ask. Are we still attached to the masjid like we were in Ramadan or not? Are we still praying five times a day or not? Are we still reading the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala which was revealed for every day and every moment not just for Ramadan? Are we still helping others? Are we still being patient with others? Have we gone back to our sins that we were upon before Ramadan? Back to our bad habits that we gave up for the month of Ramadan? These are questions each person must ask himself. Because this is taking stock of oneself. Many of the great imams were asked this question. What is it that happens to people? What do we say about people? That they worship Allah in Ramadan and outside of Ramadan? They go back to square one. So we cannot judge any person. But the righteous imams they used to say, بِئْسَ وَاللَّهِ الْقَوْمِ لَا يَعْرِفُونَ اللَّهِ إِلَّا فِي رمضان. They would say, how evil a person can be or people can be who only know Allah in Ramadan. They only recognize Allah in Ramadan. They only recognize the obligations of Allah in Ramadan. They only fulfill or stay away from the haram in Ramadan. But is Allah Azza not the Lord of Shawwal? Is he not our Rabb in the rest of the year? So that we need to take stock. It's natural that we do more good in Ramadan. It's natural that we are on a higher level in Ramadan. But we don't go back to square one. Where we stop the obligations. Where we become a completely different person outside of Ramadan. So the time to take stock is now. The time to reflect is now. The time to ask ourselves, it's a hard question to ask. Because the nafs is going to tell you, there's time. Not now. Relax. Take it easy. Shaitan is there. His waswasa is there. But it requires us to sit. It requires us to be alone. Just reflect. What is my state? Am I continuing the good of Ramadan? Another question that's often asked to scholars how do I know when my deeds are accepted? How do I know when Hajj was accepted? How do I know when Ramadan was accepted? And the ulama would say, look at yourself after those acts of worship. Look at yourself after Hajj. When you were on Hajj, you were built up towards Hajj, you were in the, the spirit of Hajj. So you were a certain person. After that Hajj, two months, three months, one year later, 
What is the effect of that hajj upon you? Have you changed for the better? Have you given up all of that haram? Or have you gone back to it? If you've gone back, then there's a chance that hajj wasn't accepted. And only Allah knows what is accepted and what's not accepted. But this is one of the signs the scholars would give. And the same with Ramadan. How do we know our efforts in Ramadan was accepted or was it in vain? Ask yourself, where am I? Have I gone back to the person before Ramadan? Or have I, am I a better person? If you're a better person, this is a good sign, inshallah. I haven't gone back to the haram. I haven't given up salah. I'm still waking up for fajr. And this is why, for example, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has given us the six days of shawwal. Why do we have to fast the next month after Ramadan? What's the hikmah in this? The hikmah is so that you continue your fasting. You don't stop at the 29th or 30th day and you never fast again. You fasted all the way through and then it's done. The hikmah is you make an effort to fast. Whether it's the next day, the following week, but you know I'm going to fast. So that your ibadah, it becomes something consistent and continuous. Because this is the mu'min. He's continuous and consistent. The same with salah, it doesn't stop. The same with the Qur'an, it doesn't stop. It's not for the month of Ramadan only, it's for every day. This is Islam. And that's why Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, أَحَبُّ الْأَعْمَالِ إِلَى اللَّهِ أَدْوَمُهُ وَإِنْقَلَّهِ That the most beloved of deeds to Allah are those which are consistent. Even if they are very few. Even if they are small deeds, but they are consistent deeds. This is what Allah loves. Allah doesn't want seasonal Muslims. He wants consistent Muslims. And this is where Islam gets its strength from. This is where the Muslims will get its strength from. And its izzah and honor will come back if we come back to these teachings of the Quran and the Sunnah. So we ask Allah Azza wa Jal to rectify our fears. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive our sins and to make us of those who worship Him consistently throughout the year. Amin Rabbil Alameen wa sallallahu ala nabiyyina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. Subhanakallahumma wa bihamdik. Ashadu an la ilaha illa anta astaghfiruka wa atubu ilayka.